Overtime Show. This is the show where I, your host, Colby Smith, and some guests talk about three things. Sports, esports, and the role of art in society. And with me to tackle all three of those topics on this gorgeous, rainy Friday night here in Brooklyn, New York, are comedian Tim Keck. Hey, Colby. Hey. Oh, man, excited to be back on the Overtime Show. If there's a way to turn down my headphones, that would be great. They're coming Cause, down. Because right now uh, I can hear my own yelling at a uh, at an incredibly high praise. They're coming that's, down. That's, that's a little too low. Maybe Too maybe low? How about there? Okay, back to where they were. Nice. Then. We'll go back. Nice. We'll go back. This is great. Excited to be here. And sitting next to Tim is... Of course, the writer, performer, playwright, uh, anything else I should say? YouTube sensation. YouTube sensation. Yeah. <laughs> Host of? Uh, the Witchcast podcast? Yes. No, I mean. You're thinking of four levels on YouTube? Yes. I'm not I wouldn't call myself a host. I'd just call myself a player in the game, you know? Okay. <laughs> okay. Playing all hey, Colby. I just wanted to, I thought I would, you know, I should say hi to you, and it just seemed like what we were doing, I don't know. No, I'm so glad you did. That's my thing, it's <laughs> I'm so glad you, me you did say hi. <laughs> now, Emily. What's up? You are no stranger to the Overtime Show. Sure. Just as Tim uh, mentioned that he's back on it, you are also back on it. Yeah, this yeah. is your return appearance. Yeah, I've been here once before. And I just want to take people back. No. To... <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the 2018-19 season. Oh my god, this was my this remains my greatest shame and I can't believe you're going to bring it up on live radio with millions listening. <laughs> well, millions were listening before in the moment when no, I know. this happened and I just want to call you it out. A clip to play back? I don't. Then I just want to set the scene. It. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just want to set the scene for people which okay. was you know, we have Emily on the show. We say we're going to talk hoops for a little while. Uh-huh. And Emily says, "Oh my god, that's perfect." I was born and raised in Halifax, Nova Scotia. I'm a oh lifelong... Oh, my God, you're giving so many of my personal details out, Colby. <laughs> it's important <laughs> for the scene we're setting. Uh, my social security number is... <laughs> exactly. I'm a huge fan of the Toronto Raptors, a lifelong fan. Uh-huh. I know uh-huh. everything about them and all the players. Uh, I, I follow all the stats. I'm so up on it. I'm so happy to talk about it, especially my favorite player, Kawi Leonard. Now, okay. <laughs> you should never shame a person who knows things but can't pronounce them because they learned them by reading. <laughs> reading. The lost art. Um, mm-hmm. I love reading those NBA games. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. At the time, the Raptors had never won a championship. It's so true. It's true. I had on my phone a sports app that just gave me like the written version of how like it was play by play. It would just be like K Leonard like uh, three points from the from yeah. twenty six feet, whatever. I and and I I would I would just read it. I would just read it. I wasn't I I didn't have I didn't have like mm-hmm. I didn't have ESPN or whatever. No, of course. Of course. And, uh, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't in, there was no reason for me to, I have now changed (laughs) this. Obviously, this scarred me on such a deep way that I, like, I, I got a, a, uh, what's that called where you can watch TV using, um, oh my God. Amazon Fire Stick. Glasses. You are breaking, (laughs) you're breaking me right now. The point is, I do love the Toronto Raptors. I do, do now watch the games. I I was just doing it 
by following them online, but that was that ceased to be sufficient last season. And and yeah. now I, now that I'm in the habit, I'm I'm not going back. But no, in, you can't. Uh, in part because of the deepest embarrassment of my life. Uh, which okay. you now started this show with. <laughs> I thought, look, if it's, this is a trauma you don't want to relive, then we can move on. I you just had, thought, go ahead. You've had a great life then. <laughs> this is the most traumatic thing you've been to. No, you're right. You're right. I, I've seen worse, but like, listen, this was a big embarrassment for me because I do love the Toronto Raptors. You're right. It was funny. It was really funny in retrospect. I'm really glad we're all laughing about it and moving on. It, you know, we are... <laughs> and we're back. We're back now no, together. Listen, I'm so just thankful that you've been willing to have me back, despite my transgression in the pronunciation of Kawhi well, Leonard's name. Let's not forget that not just out of Team Allegiance on this episode that we are discussing, uh-huh. you and the rest of us agreed uh, on the pick for the Toronto Raptors to win the whole dang thing last yeah. year, and they did. They did. We called it. Yeah. Give we us are. the money because we understand how sports work. That's exactly right. <laughs> Give us the money. <laughs> Welcome to the Overtime Show. Give us the money. My guests are... <laughs> hey, Colby, give us the money. Hey, Colby, my name's Tim Keck. Oh. Tim, do you want to maybe try that other microphone next Should year? I try this other microphone? Let's just try. What about this one? Does it sound better? I feel like that sounds way better, don't changing. you? changing. Yeah, but this one doesn't look as ornamented as the other one does. It's not as ornamented somehow. It, this is just a... Uh, a stand-up microphone. I feel like that sounds so much better. It does. I'm going back to my stand-up roots. I know it was too good for this this other thing that's in some kind of weird harness. This this other microphone looks like it was in a horrible full-body accident and now it's suspended. <laughs> has to be suspended above the bed <laughs> while its bones heal. This that's is the, the kind microphone of from a, the end of an affair to remember. <laughs> <laughs> have not seen it. Oh, well. So I'm not going to try and pronounce any of the characters' names in it. So cool. we're... St- <laughs> cool. <laughs> do you like Kawi? 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 Oh, you, do you like don't Kawi? you dare. You know exactly how to say it. I know now, but I was trying to think of the way that, that you said initially. I don't know. How do yeah. you feel about Kawi now? Um, I, I feel positive about him, but also, like, you know, I mean, he came, he won us the championship, he left... I, like also, in fairness to me, he had he I had not otherwise followed the NBA, and he'd just been traded to the Raptors. <laughs> it, but okay, but irregardlessly, I I do I like him. I think that he's a good player. I mean, I I didn't I wouldn't choose him for a fantasy draft or anything like that because he requires load management. Um, but he's a great player. I mean, you can't deny that he's Are good. Him leaving. Um, I understand. I and I I understand. I think. I've actually I've thought about it a lot, obviously, like every night as I go to sleep. <laughs> um, but here's the thing is, one, he wanted to go home to California. He's got a family. He's got a life. He didn't love Toronto. That's fine. I don't live in Toronto either, you know? Um, and also, uh, like, he he probably would have stayed in Toronto if they'd taken the deal to bring Paul George on. Which, But in order to do that, they would have had to trade away Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam. And I think they made the or right like choice. The guys now. Huh? They're like the main yeah, dudes yeah. now. Well, yeah. and they're like they were the heroes of the of the the yeah. champ. Outside of Kawhi, they were like also and, and we love them. And so I think that it was better to keep them. They're great players. Pascal Siakam very much on track to be an All Star again this year. Oh and yeah, like, you know, a wonderful player. Very glad we have him. Like would have been cool to have Kawhi and Paul George, but I think that in terms of building the team long term, I think mm-hmm. that uh, they made a great choice. Yeah, and a tough choice. Yeah, but. 
a great one. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it all worked out. I think the Raptors are still a great team, very watchable, uh, <laughs> very very strong, very good, very smart, very excellent. And Kawhi just went back there and got his ring when the Clippers went. Yeah, and everybody clapped for him. Everyone was so nice. Yeah, we love I Kawhi. Loved it. I think everyone. I think everyone still loves Kawhi. I oh think yeah, Kawhi Canada. Could, uh, I don't know. Is he the best player in Toronto Raptors history? I mean, probably. Like Vince Carter was great when he was at right. his best, but but he. He stayed, he and he he didn't win a ring, and he and he was a jerk he, like, on the way yeah, out, wasn't he? Things got worse and worse, yeah. So the, a little bit of a sour taste after all that. But <laughs> I mean, arguably Kyle Lowry maybe best player <laughs> Toronto's <laughs> ever had. It's true. I love him. Uh, Pascal Siakam also on track to be great if he sticks around. You know, he could be the best player Toronto's ever had. But for the moment, I think Kawhi obviously made a really big difference in getting us to the championship. Um, oh yeah. Although also the Raptors won a lot of their games without him last year too, and they win a lot of games this year. And I love them, and they're the best team. <laughs> well, it's board. funny you say that thing about not picking him for a fantasy team because I had him on my fantasy team last year, and I was like, "This is my guy. We're gonna go crazy. Like it's gonna be great." But he did not play that many games. Yeah. In the regular season. Yeah. And it hurt my numbers. Yeah. Just to you know back up what you're saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, that's. Uh, I think if you are as now intimately acquainted with what goes on with Kawhi as I am <laughs> uh, uh, versus, say, a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not. He's a great player when he's on the court, but he, mm-hmm. he does. He has some ongoing injury issues, and the way that they deal with that is to make sure that he doesn't play too many games so that it never gets like right. it's, you know, it, it and when he does play, he's great. And, yeah. you know. But so he's a great asset for a team. He's not a great asset for a fantasy team because he he plays so little. And it also again, yeah, it just it bolsters the fact that the Toronto Raptors are a great team. They don't need Kawhi, uh, which is one of the reasons we can still love him. You know, if right. he was all we had going, it would be a lot tougher. Yeah, but. the team was cratering. Now would be a different story. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> but now I feel like that's how every every player is going to be doing that resting thing now. Like we, I was looking at. Los Angeles Lakers tickets mm-hmm. to see them when they come to Brooklyn. Mm. Tickets are two hundred dollars, right? Yeah. And it's like, am I going to spend two hundred dollars to see LeBron James and Anthony Davis, two people that I could, would arguably pay two hundred dollars to see, but they play the Knicks the night before. Uh oh. Are they going to come out for both games? Are we going to even see them if we pay our money? What are the odds that they're both healthy then? Right. And that they're both not resting on this back to back? They could be playing less minutes. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if it's worth $200. At the dollars very least, this. you I don't know get either. one or the other. The odds of getting both, yeah. both healthy, both out there, back to back. Although, I mean, if I were them, I'd play those guys against the Nets or over the Knicks. But Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're going to skip one game, it's going to be the Knicks game. Right. But but it is, it's true that, like, it, that's not the only complicating factor there. Yeah. Oh, man, it would be cool to see them, though. God, I went to see the Knicks for the first time last season when they played OKC. Mm. Oh, and geez. I was like, well, this will probably be a pretty boring game, but at least, you know, Russell Westbrook will go crazy. And I think he played half the game, maybe. It was so disappointing. So that's why I mean, we were talking about getting these tickets. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to risk it, especially for that amount. You know. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. I want to be there to see the guys do their thing. Yeah. I want to see AD. I want to see LeBron. Oh my gosh. I want to see. Uh, is Lonzo still on the team? No. No. <laughs> you want to see that's, Dwight Howard? I want, oh, dude! I can't wait to see Dwight. Oh no, Howard. he's Lakers. <laughs> yeah, he Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I guess I'll have to fly to the Staples Center. 
Yeah, and just wait a few days. <laughs> That's <laughs> the tough thing about the Lakers, though, is go it's for like, a whole week. cool, I'm excited to see LeBron. I'm excited to see AD. And yeah. <laughs> who else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nobody else. Well, there. they traded away all the other people. They got rid of everybody else for who 80, else? which There's arguably is the best. There. Kyle Kuzma stayed. Kyle Kuzma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm serious about Dwight Howard. I like that guy. I love Dwight he Howard. Got... Except I, I hate mean... Dwight Howard because he left Orlando, which at the time meant a lot because I was living yeah. in Florida. Yeah. Wait, can we talk about the fact that he uh, landed his seventh third pointer of his career <laughs> in the last couple weeks? <laughs> <laughs> I saw he was averaging like. His field goal percentage was like 0.1. <laughs> I yeah. have him yeah. on and off on my team for the blocks. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. He's just, like, he's, I cycle him in when I need a, a well, I like him. I just, I don't know. I like having him on my team. He doesn't sure. hurt my numbers for the most part. Because oh, <laughs> you keep him on the bench mostly. Yeah, yeah, I just Maybe pull him out him when I a, need more blocks. <laughs> put him in a utility slot. <laughs> but, like, but because of that, I like he was in my roster when it happened, so I got the roster news, and it's very oh, cute, yeah. actually, the video. <laughs> you go back and watch it because everyone's very excited for him. <laughs> it's funny people like him now because yeah, he was yeah. like beloved in Orlando and everyone was talking about how great he was mm-hmm. and then I remember when they went to the Lakers and they did that like Sports Illustrated photo shoot and it's Dwight Howard and Steve Nash and Kobe Bryant on the cover and it said this is going to be fun and it's all about how the three of them are finally going to play <laughs> together and then immediately they just tank and Steve yeah. Nash's back hurts yeah. and Dwight Howard is like kicked out because Kobe hates him because mm-hmm. he's just like a worse version of Shaq just goofing <laughs> off all the time yeah they were doing things like he's the kind of player that when like he would go and like be recruited by people, they would leave out like his favorite candy and stuff like that. Like that was the kind of thing that was like really important to him. <laughs> it's like guy, I think he like stopped eating hey, candy. Was, was like a recent thing about free why candy he's, is uh-huh. free candy. he's changing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he slimmed down and bulked up. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a big reason why like, why didn't stay in Toronto was no wing stops. No wing stops, I know. No wing stops. Your boy loves wing stops. I was just in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Boom. So many wing stops in Mexico City. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. So many wing stops. I think Wait. Kawhi Leonard has a greater chance of playing in Mexico City than he does of playing in Canada again. <laughs> well, I mean, we have buffalo wings. We just don't have wing stops. But you don't have wing stop. We could get a wing stop. If you could. That, honestly, you could I will tell you right now <laughs> that if that was what it took, Toronto would get a wing stop. <laughs> okay. The mayor would run it. <laughs> They offered him like a free apartment. Uh, oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, I love those. It was really kind of sad but beautiful. Yeah, yeah. How much people were like, "Please stay." <laughs> there were a bunch of pics online of it was like signs in doors of restaurants saying "Kawhi eats free." It's <laughs> <laughs> just like begging for this guy to stay. Like this, like multi-millionaire celebrity is going to get mobbed anywhere he goes. He's yeah. just going to be like walking into. Just the, be like, like yeah, I could go for some woman. <laughs> just go out on the town wandering around. Do you have a favorite Kawhi is a huge weirdo moment? <laughs> uh, okay, wait. Uh, so do you know that... I, I think I texted this to you. You did. You, but Serge Ibaka has a YouTube show. Very earnest Very YouTube show. Very earnest YouTube show. Um, and it, it, he had Kawhi on for an episode. I mean, there's a lot of good Kawhi mo- moments. I, I love his laugh. It's oh, just, yeah. you know... Great. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, people were joking that uh, after the championship, he should have just walked up to the podium and said, championship, and walked away. <laughs> and, that, and the thing is, I would have believed it, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's so private, and he's so weird. Uh, but but so Serge Ibaka, it, like, you know, he, he lo- he's just making, like, the normal, like, mm-hmm. like I mean, it's mon- it's inane and mundane, but, like, the sort of, like, Questions for a celebrity is yeah. what he does while he cooks people weird stuff on this very delightful YouTube series. I cannot <laughs> emphasize enough how much you should watch Serge Ibaka's t- uh, cooking show on YouTube. 
But he had Kawhi on while they like while they were uh, getting ready for the championship before it had all happened, and uh, he asked Kawhi something like, "Who's your celebrity crush?" And Kawhi was just like, "I can't tell you that." <laughs> the way that he reacts is like it was the most personal question he's like i don't know you like that i'm not gonna tell you that. that's so funny it is which is just it's like he's never been interviewed before right yeah 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 <laughs> that clip where he's like first does the laugh in the press conference <laughs> he precedes it like the question is like what's something that people don't know about you that like you would want them to know and he goes um i'm a fun guy <laughs> Yeah, it's And that's so, it for me. Uh, it's I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun guy is a good one. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was uh, my first real introduction to his personality Which, was that clip. I'm sure he's awesome, like, as a dude. I would, I guarantee you he's not a fun guy. I think he's, like, <laughs> There's funny. There's no way he's a fun guy. He's like Lakeith Aww. Stanfield in, in Atlanta. That's how I imagine Kawhi <laughs> is, just, like, a step behind everybody, but also two steps ahead somehow. <laughs> Are you familiar with Atlanta? Uh, I've seen a couple episodes. I'm not, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Lakeith star making turn. That anyway, reference is going favorite. over my head, but okay, it, it shouldn't. My, that's on me. <laughs> my favorite Kawhi Leonard moment this year was when that, uh, well, I forget who the player was, some no-name player after a game, like, made, uh, was, like, talking to their home fans mm -hmm. and, like, was making fun of Kawhi Leonard and, like, did the laugh and was, like, mocking him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then in, like, a press conference later, they asked, like, our reporter was like, oh, did you see the video so-and-so made about you? What do you think about that? Uh, then, like, making fun of you or whatever. And Kawhi Leonard <laughs> said something like, uh, people love me, and I guess they love the things I say. It makes them happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's right. I saw that. He's like, right. That's the thing yeah. is he is right. <laughs> you know? You're the best. Doesn't I mean, he have, like, like, a New Balance sponsorship? I mean, this guy is incredible. He's actually, I mean, he's so weird also, but, like, yeah, yeah he's got, like, he, he he's in, like, a weird lawsuit about, like, who owns a logo that he, like, helped design. Oh, his, wow. like, yeah, his hand one. It's, I don't know, it, 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 it all, but, yeah, he does have, like, an athleisure wear or something, like, shoe line yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, That's all I got about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wanted to talk about this Dame Lillard piece. Yeah, that, let's uh, talk about that, uh, it. Uh, Mark Spears, the coolest man alive, <laughs> <laughs> wrote uh, for ESPN's The Undefeated. Piece. It's so great. So for people who don't know, it's like the big cover story on The Undefeated on ESPN right now is this Dame Lillard piece. that He, he goes on uh, Zach Lowe's podcast and talks about it. If you'd rather not read the article, he essentially just gives every major highlight from the article in this interview. Which is uh, a trend that I love in podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spent... I spent months slaving away on this article and this story and went through all this stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to talk about it real quick in this 20-minute chunk so you don't have to read what I wrote. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. But it starts with him talking about how, like, his hero is, is Dirk Nowitzki and how he's just, like, he admires him for staying with the same franchise and then eventually pulling out a championship and being very much the one who led the team to the championship. And it got me thinking – this is a move that people love, the staying with one team thing, only if it pays off. And if it doesn't pay off, it's like, well, he, like, stuck to a losing team. <laughs> he lived you know? by the nugget, he died by the yeah, nugget. Yeah, seriously. So what, what, are the, what are the pros and cons of this approach, we think? Are we in favor of people like this, uh, of this uh, 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 ilk? The, the Lillards, your Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's. I'm in favor of it. Wait, I would no, say, not Kareem. I'm, I, I misspoke. Know. Go on, go on. Uh, Kobe. Kobe's the Laker. <laughs> I would say I, I'm Larry in favor Bird. of it, broadly speaking. I think it's nice. I mean, I think it, I mean, it is, it's sort of, 
it, there's there's good and bad because it is sort of a way to just guarantee that your name goes down in history somewhere. Yeah. Because where like whoever the fans of that team will love you no matter what. Right. As long as you're a halfway decent player, they're just gonna be like, yeah, 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 we love, we love. Yeah, that's our guy. That person. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if the championship never comes home, I think you've got like a, a hometown base of people that are like, great, we yeah. love you. <laughs> like. Which is nice. That's sure. good. I mean, and it, it's a safe way to play being in a major sports uh, <laughs> league. I feel like is like, and it's and it shows a certain amount of loyalty, which mm-hmm. is and it like it gives you the opportunity as a person to like lay down roots and like you know you don't want to maybe you don't want to move around all the time. Mm-hmm. I also don't think that it's necessary. I don't think that it's like, it's like everybody's just stuck with where they got drafted yeah, first. If everybody did it, it would be insane. Yeah. And also it would stop being cool. Yeah. But like, but because it's so rare, I think, you know, if it appeals to someone and they like it and they're just like, I just like Portland. I'm yeah. just going to stay in Portland. Well, you have to ride that line of like, not only did I want to stay, but it was not decided that I should be traded away yeah. either. Uh, well, yeah. I yeah. think he also like just became like the guy in the sense of like this is a guy who could be the best player on a championship team. Yeah. I feel like it's only happened in like the past like couple years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, as opposed to I mean the other like example is like Bradley Beal like just re signed with the Wizards, mm-hmm. which is like a, a terrible franchise. Right. And people are like, Why the hell are you doing this? Yeah. This is terrible. You should leave. Right. But the Blazers so far have seemed to like try to build around Lillard and have yeah. been a good franchise and care about the players and he means a lot to the community. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It depends like what's this the alternative is being uh Kevin Durant, who is a goddamn coward <laughs> and should always well, be viewed as such. This He's I think- a pathetic coward loser who couldn't win it on his own <laughs> and now he comes to brooklyn expects to be greeted with open arms even though we're paying him like 35 million dollars to sit and do nothing yeah and he brought deandre jordan who's only taking time away from the much better big guy we have already who i'm now blanking on his name he's <laughs> not reinforcing my point at all and kyrie irving who is you know just one of the worst players ever i mean like, this brooklyn nets team is gonna suck so goddamn bad and i'm so mad about it and Kevin Durant is the worst. He's the worst. He should have stayed in, in the Thunder. He well, should have stayed with the Thunder forever. <laughs> Two things about <laughs> that. He. Two things about that. First of all, Durant and Kyrie Irving on the same team is like the whiniest team you could imagine, oh, I feel so like. Whiny. Just like, anyway. And the second thing is, that is a good example. I think it's part of why this piece like hit me so hard is like the big story of our last year was like all play it was like all about player empower- empowerment it was like bill simmons was always like moaning on his podcast about how it's like oh it's all about player empowerment now like people just like go wherever they're gonna go and uh uh and this is like a guy who's like standing in opposition to that uh with every passing day yeah, yeah. well yeah and i think to tim's point uh it also like the management does make a big difference you know in terms of like who's calling the shots uh, and, and like what they think of you, and, and like like if you're gonna if you were a Nick for twenty or for five years or ten years or however long a career lasts these days, yeah, uh, that would be kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but, but now he's living like the the ideal life. It seems like going who? back to his hometown with his hometown barbecue. But I mean, but he doesn't oh, live yeah, in Oakland. Thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. So you no. can go back and still be that guy. I think yeah. that was like the more inspiring thing than like. Or, oh, yeah, being but, the but, greatest player in Portland was right. like how he's going back to his hometown. Oh yeah, and he's doing and, his picnic. Yeah, he throws this annual picnic, uh, just like for everybody, and he stays the whole time. Uh, and he's just like 
shaking hands and taking pics. And he and raps his, at the end. His mom is like cooking. Oh my god. <clears throat> burgers or something. There's his uncle's she, grilling his famous ribs and yeah, chicken. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, I just yeah. love. I love the fact that his uncle has famous ribs and chicken that he's making for the whole neighborhood. Yeah, that so... everybody knows. It. I mean, I I grew up in like a small town. There were definitely like people who we knew like made chicken, like barbecue chicken. It was just like, oh, this like these like three dudes were just like set up in a parking lot just be like, oh my God, the lions are doing their chicken today. <laughs> 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 and you would stop by. You would pull your car over. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I I didn't live in a place like that, but I did end up reading the Facebook page for a Florida police department for a good portion of today for work purposes. And uh, there were a bunch of comments on there. It was a pretty small town about how the chief was really looking for Mrs. Dame's cake. <laughs> <laughs> and delightful, I got to tell you. I'm sure it was. <laughs> Seemed like a delightful page. Uh, uh. <laughs> They Man, was, that's great. <laughs> I went there because the they recently found a gun in a baby bouncer box. A what? A, like a baby a bouncer, baby, like a thing you get like suspended a, in, a and tiny, then you like bounce yeah, like a, up a and down. Tiny baby preventing people from getting bought, into a club. Yeah, <laughs> baby bouncer. Yeah, it was a baby bouncer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, there was a, a couple in Florida that bought a a baby bouncer earlier this month as a gift from a Goodwill to their, their friends, and when their friends opened it at the baby shower, it was just a gun inside. That's a classic Florida story. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What they didn't mention in that article was that it was actually a giveaway that the store was doing at the time. You buy a baby uh, buy a baby bouncer box, you get a yeah. gun. No, the gun's supposed to be in there. <laughs> the gun's definitely supposed to be there. It's something something for the child to use now and something for them to use later down the road. Right, yeah. You're for full Florida life package. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Real quick before we move on from Portland, one thing I want to say. Hassan Whitesides, he rules. He is the love of my life. Why? Why do you think this guy's great? He's so good. He's, he's pet. He's terrible. He's a terrible <laughs> player. He's what? bad. Are you he was, me? He was an albatross contract in Miami, and then went to Portland, and people hate him. People hate that guy. I like Son him. Son Whiteside, are you yeah. kidding? What me? are you guys he's talking about? He's right big. He can shoot. He's gotten me some insane he's, numbers. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's having a great league, season. That's the problem with him so is that he's a numbers only guy that does not that does not go for winning. He's a guy who chases Those blocks. All right. He's a bad team player. Nobody likes him. Well, he's perfect for my fantasy. I think he's a great well, fantasy yeah. guy. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, look, he's he was very fun. I watched their player. game. I watched their game on Thursday night, uh, the first half of it anyway, and then I fell asleep on the couch because uh, it's on so late on the dang East Coast. And he was crushing, and he was fun to watch, and Man. I didn't pick up on any of the team dynamics you just described. Maybe he's not on the court, Maybe and that's where it matters, Tim. Look, you're going to get it. Hassan Whiteside famously said, you're going to get it from him once. In Jesus practice. Christ. I hate this guy. <laughs> We're in the game. I saw, I saw a quote today. <laughs> the Ringer did some uh, thing on Dion Waiters and how like he's pretty much, pretty much over in the league. But they said this is a guy who's just like irrational overconfidence, who always thought he was one of the best players. Mm-hmm. He went on like some ESPN show, and he ranked the top four like shooting guards in the league and made himself number four. And like nobody, nobody likes this guy is not great, Mm -hmm. but he was quoted as saying, uh, men lie, women lie, buckets don't, (laughs) which I just really want tattooed on my body somewhere. Yeah. Put that on my thigh. Buckets don't lie. (laughs) Any final basketball thoughts before we move on? Oh my God. Well, I watched the four second bounce today. 
Oh, yeah. For the legendary Kawhi Leonard four-second basketball bounce, or however long it was. Oh, and my I was heart's just, pounding just thinking about it. It was so electric to watch, uh, and I was overcome with how excited Kawhi was. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He looked so happy afterwards. That and was... He just seems like a happy guy now. I'm just, I hope everything works yeah. out for him. I'm kind of rooting for the Clippers to win it all this year, even though I also, my other love, LeBron James, could win it all this year. I know. Also, my Heat are in the running, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to think. L.A. is conflicted. I don't know who to care for. No. They, yeah. they hate LeBron. Hmm. I think they'll love LeBron if he wins. Well, yeah. It'll all go out there. But there's so many the people now who are just like, oh, Kobe Bryant was so much better. And it's like, Kobe Bryant was not better than LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. Kobe Bryant wasn't even close to LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron is really good. Oh, speaking of which, one of the things that you had uh, mentioned as a possible topic of discussion. Yes. LeBron James... Good. <laughs> still, still, still good. I feel like I'm glad we're touching on this before we move on. He, I feel like sports media is, and it's going to sound insane that I'm saying this, but uh, as someone in the sports media, <laughs> yeah, they are so over LeBron in general. I feel like mm-hmm. everything I read is just like, it does this spell the end for LeBron? Like they want him to be bad, so bad, just because they're sick of him being the best, you know? <laughs> What are we supposed to write about? We've covered everything. Exactly. <laughs> but he's still so good. But he's still so good. Leading the league in assists as of earlier this week when I did my uh Almost 11 research. assists. Yeah. That's crazy. Per game. That's, cr- that's, that's so good. That's so many. Him it's and Anthony wild. Davis have the most. He has the most assists to Anthony, to like a player on his team. Yeah. Yeah. In the league. Like their connection is the best. Oh, yeah. Anthony Davis is the best, maybe, maybe the best player he's ever played with. By far the best fit that he's ever played with. Yeah. yeah. He's like if, uh, he was like an upgrade over like Bosch. Uh-huh. Who was like yeah. incredible. They just they don't contradict each other at all. He's just they just just Anthony Davis does all the stuff LeBron yeah. doesn't want to do. They they just yeah. they fit perfectly together. Yeah. Yeah. I there was get, a thing there was a thing in the like I think it was LA Times this week, maybe where some, the the headline was like, Sorry, LeBron, Anthony Davis is actually the Lakers best player. And it's just like, what are you talking why does it matter? <laughs> like They're they love each other. They seem to be best friends. Do too. they still have the best record in the league? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. They, yeah. they do, yeah. You're nodding back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they still have the best right. Fuck, I don't know what these people want. They just want to right. complain. They're incredible. I was, it's I bad though. A, it I was, was looking at the, I was looking at their minutes, and they're both averaging like thirty four minutes, and the next best player on the team is averaging like twenty four or something yeah. like that. Right. So there's a huge. If one of them gets hurt, their season is <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If either of them uh, has to sit out a game, it's just bad yeah. news. For well, them. that was a question about uh uh like going into the season especially after that first uh uh preseason game uh was like can lebron stay healthy for uh the length of the season mm. after that injury he had last year and uh I tell you what he's looking pretty good to me seems like so it but he's not going to play the back to back in brooklyn where i can watch him <laughs> i'm calling it right now he's not going to play in that game no uh, I read a thing on the Ringer uh, today that was talking about how cool it was to see Anthony or uh, yeah Anthony Davis and LeBron James working together because it's like LeBron James is actually like learning new things still uh-huh. and like that working with a big man who's this good is just like yeah yeah he's uh, never had that before like to no. see at the, and and I agree yeah exactly it's very cool to see him doing things that even for LeBron who is fantastic right. Like he's still learning, he's still growing, he's still getting better. Yeah, with, along with his new best friend. Yeah, it's awesome. Which is beautiful. And he's so like on the one hand, it's just like there's that the element of it that's just like oh LeBron like pitched a fit and then they finally made the Anthony Davis trade work, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but it's like he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> he got what he wanted and he was right. They're like the proof is 
in the pudding. Like they're they're having an incredible season so far. It's crazy that he's doing this yeah. at his advanced age, <laughs> which is what like 30, 34, 35. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's so close to our age. Yeah, I know. It'll be interesting to see if Davis stays like, after. Is he is Davis a Laker after lifer season? after this? Like going oh, forward, because sure. like they traded a lot of assets, and I think most of their picks to get him. Like once LeBron's done, it's probably going to get pretty bleak for the Lakers, right? Yeah, unless they make some good front office moves. But it would just be really nice if Anthony Davis could stay there for the rest of his career. I think mm-hmm. that'd be just a really great thing. I, I think, think that's what you cool. want. Maybe yeah. not staying with the one franchise the whole time, but if you can keep it to like two, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. a legend. I think you're still yeah. a legend in the franchise Definitely. business, you know? Definitely. But even Kawhi, he got traded and now he's going to the Clippers. And if he can like live out his career as a Clipper, it'll feel good. If, yeah. he, if in like three years or he's on another team, come back to the it'll Raptors. be really upsetting. Uh, Raptors? His he retirement ceremony should be with the Raptors. <laughs> Uh, I la- my last thought on basketball before I let you move on is this. After you asked 15 minutes ago. No, no, I'm, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> I think my pick for this year, the Toronto Raptors, baby. We're oh, taking it no. again. Oh, no. <laughs> you watch. It's Emily. Weird. We're going up from here. You know, people think we're not doing that well, but it's just because we had a few injuries there. But we're, we're back. We're back in the yeah, game. Yeah, Ibaka almost. got her, right? Yeah, Ibaka, yeah. Kyle Lowry, and Lowry's else back. We're all we're all down another back, except Fred yeah. Van Vliet's now a little bit injured, but he's day to day. He's fine. I like him. I love. I really Van have Vliet's like a very ass. strong positive feeling about uh, Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> but the upside of them being out was that we found out that Norman Pell is also great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, stepped right up. So deep bench in the Raptors team. So keep an eye out. And welcome back to Raptors Radio. Uh, <laughs> I came here exclusively to talk about the Toronto. I have not. I have not mentioned this, but if you want to call in, our number is seven one eight nine two eight nine six six zero. That's seven one eight nine two eight nine six six zero. If you would like to call in, and um, you're more than welcome to do so. Don't call in though. There's not enough time. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We do have a lot to get to. Well, we're moving on to our second of our three topics. We've talked about it. sports. And now we talk about esports. Hell yeah. Best games of the year. What were they? Emily? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Esports, esports. I liked the one that was last week that was big. The You know the one. Death Stranding? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Tim, what do you think the best? <laughs> I don't know what Death Stranding is. I just heard about it. Well, no, I'm asking you, best now. games of the year. Oh, Red Dead Redemption, for sure, is yeah. by far the best game this year. Yeah, it's so good. It's insanely good. It's crazy. I love these, like... These world games where you just wander around and you oh, play for like two hundred hours. Video games. <laughs> so yeah, Tim, yeah, I'm going to really blow your mind me. actually, yeah. and tell you that Red Dead Redemption Two came out 2018, so it does not count. Oh, God damn it! I actually do have a favorite game of this year. <laughs> okay. Untitled Goose Game. What? Whoa! Is Untitled Switch? Goose Game? Untitled good? Goose Game. It is delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need me to tell you more about it? Do you guys know about this? I, know uh, about I would love for you to tell me more about it. All right. So it's a Nintendo Switch game that was developed by an independent developer. Uh, in this game, you are a rude goose, and you go around bothering English village people. Um, and, and you make this sweet little pat-pat sound with your feet as you walk around, and your actions are that you can duck, you can honk, you can uh, flap your wings aggressively, and you can steal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you can also swim. You cannot fly. Uh, and you have to do things like put a hat on a farmer who doesn't want to wear that hat and steal his radio. <laughs> and I cannot recommend it highly enough. 
It is truly delightful. Man, that sounds great. I mean, that sounds incredible. A perfectly leisurely game. Yeah, it's got a very soothing soundtrack. Um, there's nothing bad about this game whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and what's it's an untitled goose game is what it's called? Yeah. This so was I like a legendary game for years, I feel like. Hmm? I remember hearing about this game a very long time ago when it was still in development or it was like on a PC. It was like a PC game for a minute. I don't oh. know what it was, but people were talking about. I've been talking about this game forever. This like. I don't know. I thought it just. I I just I just it, for me it just appeared. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, not really on the internet. <laughs> you're on the Nintendo Switch though. Yeah, yeah. So you, I'm glad you brought this up actually, because uh-huh. I feel like once you get into games by independent developers, uh-huh. you just never stop. There's a whole world. There are so many of yeah, them. Yeah, I know. There's so many. Well, there's. I mean, there's a lot of good games out there made by all sorts of developers. Also looking forward to getting the new Pokemon game. Haven't gotten it yet. I got the new Pokemon yes. game. How is it's it? It's pretty cool. It's That's different, good. though. It, they've definitely oh. inspired the uh, like the Pokemon Go influence on it is mm. strong. There's less battling. Mm. I feel like you know the first one you used to just battle all the time, and there's less battling. It's easier to level people up. It's just like an easier game. Mm. Oh. It's more of just like a pleasant stroll, and you see these Pokemon. It's it's satisfying and relaxing, but it's not That's like not what I'm looking for. It's not it's not game. the challenging <laughs> RPG that it was before. Yeah, yeah I, I can't see your heart's gonna be pounding much in this. Oh, uh, that's too bad. I, yeah, I really just wanted a Nintendo Switch version of like Pokemon Silver, maybe. That's what I thought that's it was going to be. the best one, I think. Yeah. The Silver Pokemon Gold. Pokemon Silver's dope. That was uh, a really good... But there's, like, no dungeons where you have to battle a bunch of people. Remember you have to go, like, yeah. fight all of Team Rocket in a warehouse? Right. Yeah, you don't need well, to do Well, the story anymore. is weird with this one, right? The, the Sword and Shield. The story's weird. The, <laughs> the story to me is it's, like, you and your rival... Uh, your rival is, like, the younger brother of, like, the champ, like, the Pokemon champion. Mm-hmm. And he is a real dud. And you just keep kicking his ass, and he just gets more and more depressed as the game goes along. <laughs> like, I guess I'll never be a champion. I'm embarrassing my brother. I'm letting him <laughs> down. Like, every loss he has is just, like, he's like, oh, I couldn't beat this gym leader. I need to go think about this. So this life. is just the story of embarrassing a little boy? <laughs> it seems like it, it. seems like you're simultaneously embarrassing your little boy friend. Who, who's your age? Uh-huh. To me, he's a little boy, he's but, age, but yeah. as, as a character in this game, we're peers. Yeah, but you're we're peers in this world. We are all little boys. But you're stomping world. the floor with him. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's little girls in this world. There's adults well, I mean, in this world too. There's, we're all there's Pokemon. Spiritually, little, little boys and girls. Yeah, we're all sp- spiritually. <laughs> our hearts are full with the childish wonderment that only a world of Pokemon can. Bring. Right. Yeah, that's what I was going for. And then we're also uh, trying to solve the mystery of the two great heroes. One of them used a sword. One of them used a shield. Yeah. And uh, apparently they were also Pokemon, the swords and the oh, shields, or gotcha. they had Pokemon. I don't know. It's pretty clear from the titles of the games and the pictures on them that they are also Pokemon. <laughs> you can catch at some point. But this is still but a mystery a question being uncovered. Yeah. Yeah, and, are and they I, Pokemon? I'm pretty far in this game, and it's still a question. We don't really know. <laughs> also, we saw them at the beginning, but you're going along with somebody who just keeps showing up after every gym. Like, I think I've gotten closer to uncovering the mystery of this yeah. person you saw at the very beginning. Uh, we all know what the deal is. I feel like there was never such a like fantasy type story attached to the Pokemon games. Yeah, like this is like a Game of Thrones esque like ah uh, the ancient elders. I like, don't need have that. To, yeah, I, I feel like I don't. Well, they had all. that whole like legendary Pokemon. That's true. Thing. That's but, true. Was there a story around it? Did but, somebody like have to like explain it to you for for hours? I feel like in the games, no. <laughs> no. I feel like in the games, no. It was after. just like oh, the rumor has it there's a big electric bird in the old abandoned power plant. Right. Yeah, Probably and like, nothing. And then you would go there, <laughs> and sure enough, there's Zapdos. 
Yeah, a great and storied history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But then the movies would like fill that stuff in. Yeah. You know, I gotta tell you, the Team Rocket thing where they would like invade the gr- the, the, the the department store. That was the best. That, that was, was the so best cool. That's the best part. That's know. gone. Don't you expect just, like, that. You just bl- like I'm pretty sure you blow a hole in the wall at some point and go. Yeah, it's you red. blow a hole You're, in the like, wall. Up a skyscraper. The back- <laughs> yes. You're like. Like the Dwayne, John- Dwayne the Rock Johnson hit skyscraper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A yeah, skyscraper? it's like that. We all Pokemon. we all were there. But with Pokemon. Oh my god! It's really, <laughs> just a bubble with Detective explodes, Pikachu. Just like in the movie Skyscraper, which I saw in theaters, and have been dying to talk about. What give a us ride a, that must have been. Give us a five-word review of Skyscraper, and including that, if your biggest regret in life is not seeing it in 4D. Well, we know what her biggest regret in life is. Pronouncing it Kawi Leonard. Your second biggest regret in life uh. is not saying this guy's great. All right, if it's only four, or, or if it's only five <clears throat> words, it's got to be man climbs building with leg. <laughs> Shouldn't it be without leg? <laughs> in many ways, both. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the leg was in his heart. The he whole uses time. the leg. I saw, <laughs> he I uses saw the trailer. The that was one of those movies where I saw the trailer and I was like. I get it. <laughs> yeah, that there was nothing else you needed to know about the movie. It was exactly what you thought it would be. I've tried and to become horribly written. Maybe one of the worst scripts I've seen for an action. Did they part. include the Selena Gomez song "Skyscraper"? Oh my God, what a missed opportunity! Yeah, I know I, they I didn't. Don't, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they. I did. know they didn't. Oh that's man, that's, that is a missed, missed opportunity. opportunity. It has one of my favorite lines in pop music, which is "Like I'm made of paper, like a skyscraper." Oh my God, those are two opposite things. Oh, Is that I Selena know that. Gomez? Yeah, it's Selena Gomez. <laughs> I thought it was Demi Lovato. Why you know I... what? It might be Demi it's Lovato. Definitely Demi Lovato. Now that I'm saying, you're right. You're right. It's Demi Lovato. Yeah, I definitely listen to that song God a damn lot. It. <laughs> Fuck. So at the end of the I was movie, like, I can't think of a single Selena Gomez song. So I don't know a single Selena Gomez song. I definitely oh, know does. Demi Lovato Isn't has songs. Is Selena Gomez "Bad Liar"? That's a really good song. Let's say know. yes. She's on that Bad Bunny song, Fuego? Mm-hmm. No. I, th- what I think is she's it? got Talkie a song Talkie. called Bad Liar that you should look up because it is actually a good, it is like a legitimately good song. Okay, sick. 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 Any other video game questions before move. we move on? Video game? Uh, I would not like recommend anything. Pokemon. No. Too that's bad. my take. It's fine. All fun. right, wow. then that's it. My game of the year is Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Pokemon made me feel like a baby. I started playing this game, and it's like, am I too old for this? Uh-huh. I had that. Well, I, I was I, like, this is a childish the, like, bullshit. <laughs> the cell animation I don't think is doing you any favors either. The what? The cell animation, like the animation style of the new game. I feel like it's very uh, childish. It looks like Peppa Pig is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but but Smash Bros is I guess it's not the same. No, it's I, no, it's like much grainier and like more detailed Smash yeah. Bros. I would say it is grittier looking. I've yeah. been, I was going to say Nintendo has a lot of childish looking thing. It seems they're to be really their leaning lane. into that. Yeah, that's their lane. They're yeah. for kids. Yeah, they have been since the Wii. I think even yeah. probably since the GameCube, honestly, because the GameCube has that gimmick of it being shaped like a cube. <laughs> yeah, and even the which Wii, is for children, like cubes are for handles, children, and it was all for oh, children God. and old people who wanted to bowl. I remember the Wii coming out and being so mad, just like I can't believe this is what they're doing. Yeah, my my yeah. parents yeah. got me a Wii, yeah. and they got me like whatever Super Smash Bros came out for it, and I immediately plugged it in and then plugged in my GameCube controller, and my mom was devastated. Mm-hmm. She was just like, "Why did we spend all this money so you could use your old controller in this yeah. new thing? Like it looks the same." Yeah. You yeah. put in a game you already play, 
with the same <laughs> controller. And I'm like, yeah, but the new controller sucks. It's not about the controller. And she's like, why did we spend money on this then? <laughs> Uh, the Wii was not my favorite. I, I didn't no. get a Wii at the time. I, I got one I. Uh, as a hand-me-down much later. Which okay. was, uh, and it, when I finally got to play it, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is this? It's so annoying. And what? I feel like you don't get used to it either. Yeah. No, no, there's no, nothing no. to get I used never, to. I don't think I ever played a full game through on the Wii. Oh, like, definitely in terms of, not. Like, any no. sort of adventure game. No. <laughs> Maybe I'm done with Nintendo. Maybe, yeah. Oh. Maybe yeah. they come out with another game system. I heard I, I haven't played it. it yet, but I heard that the most recent Super Mario or Mario game was good. There was a couple, yeah. There Mario was Odyssey was good. Mario, well, Mario Odyssey, I think. Is oh, the is that the one you think? Okay, like there were a couple this year. It's like a weird, like yeah. There's like a New York City thing where you like yeah. there's a town. They're doing the Super Mario Maker series now, which is like where you yeah. design the boards that you then no, like, now play. they make you make your own game what pretty is much this? i mean it's i think it's to ca- uh, capitalize on the minecraft success uh, uh hmm. um, i mean zelda was great smash bros is great yeah i don't know what else nintendo has to offer other than untitled goose game which is made by somebody right. else you have to start getting into these other like yeah. random game makers in order to get anything out of nintendo yeah it's true done yeah. with nintendo gather the, the overtime show of <laughs> no. game systems. <laughs> these goddamn cowards, these award-winning cowards are being coddled <laughs> at the participation trophies of games. We're in the, the final segment of the show now. <laughs> I'd just sure. like to say for the record that I'm still pro Nintendo, broadly <laughs> speaking. I just I need to catch up before I make any big... Uh, Emily's looking for a big sponsor. I'm only making big statements. <laughs> Nintendo's dead. Uh, Nintendo, if you're looking to sponsor anybody, I am... Uh, open to it uh you can check me out on my website <laughs> playstation wingstop sponsor say the, me say, say the way say the website emily-duncan.com <laughs> duncan with a c <laughs> yeah, emily, emily slam duncan on sh instagram yeah plug me we'll get to plugs at the end but no no that's the only reason i what else do you have to plug hosting when's trivia night when's the next trivia night never no, it's every Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, I, I was going to go that time. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, you got a lot going on is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it later. We talked about the witch cast. Anyway, the final segment of the show, <laughs> in the final segment of the show, we my always talk favorite. about, excuse me. I was just saying this is my favorite <laughs> thing. And you come at me with, dude, I'm supporting you. I'm just praising your work. I'm just looking forward to this. All right. <laughs> Thank you. No, not anymore. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm done. I'm over this. Uh, Colby, I would like to take this opportunity to praise you. Thank <laughs> you, Emily. One lasted. Thank you. Oh, I'm just going to kiss your butt like it's Nintendo. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm open to sponsorships. If you <laughs> in this final segment, we talk, of course, about the role of art in society. Mm-hmm. And to kickstart this segment, let's hear from the New York icon, author, public speaker, Fran Lebowitz. Can't wait. I am interested in that arc of creativity that's associated with age. So I'm wondering why it is that some artists are better later in life. Not all writers become better, Tony. I mean, no, I mean, first of all, some writers run out of material. I mean, some, you know, uh, uh, Fitzgerald. I mean, I know he died, but if he had lived, is there any doubt in your mind that he would have become a worse writer? He would have not become a better writer, Fitzgerald. Um, He wrote the crack up, though. Yeah, very late. Before he died, though. <laughs> <laughs> to require someone to turn out masterpieces is psychotic. You know, I mean, you know, to say things like, Fitzgerald, he only wrote one great book. 
you know, I mean, really? And how many do most people write? You know, most writers who write a million books don't write even one good book. You know, so I'm not saying that it's not an incredibly valuable thing to have done. I mean, Toni Morrison's new book, you know, is, I think, her best book. You know, she's 76. I think there's an idea that has to do really with people's idea of artists that has nothing at all to do with art, but just people's, a romantic idea of the artist. So a romantic idea of the artist, the artist has to be young because no one has a romantic idea of an old person. I was interested in older people. I always had friends much older than me. I had friends so much older than me that by the time I was 40, many of my closest friends had died of old age already. But it was because they were older than me. In other words, I, because they could teach me something, you know, but not because I thought they were gonna do the new thing. That was my job. You know, that's how the work used to be split up. The, 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 there's nothing new because the culture is soaked in nostalgia. You know, the, I believe that that must be the, caused by people my age. I mean, that cannot be caused by 17-year-olds. I mean, who's ever in charge, who's ever driving, they're the one that has the accident. I mean, if you're young, everything's new to you. Sure you so you don't know that it isn't new. You know, so that, so that uh, you know, you go to an exhibit of a, you know, a young artist, uh, and everyone says, this is amazing. And then you look and you think, this is surrealism. This is 100 years old. But you have to first know that, you know. Otherwise, it seems like a new invention to you. Um, but uh, uh, there's an endless recycling of the culture of the last 30 years that is really death-dealing. You know, I, I think it's just horrible, really awful, you know. And that is the sort of change I would like to see. You know, I, I think... That is the job of people who are young. That's your job. Do something new. That was Fran Leibowitz talking Ooh. in the Martin Scorsese Boy. documentary, Public Speaking. She yeah, sounds nothing like her character on The Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> it's acting. Fan, it's acting, Tim. She can do anything. It's really disappointing. A lot of threads to pick up on there. Anything jumping out at anyone? Oh, wow. I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. Um <laughs> I guess uh, main takeaways for me, they're talking about uh, the role of aging in terms of an artist's trajectory and whether mm. or not you know artists get better or worse as they get older. I mean, how that's an individual thing, I guess. And then secondarily, what the role of the older artist versus the younger artist is and yes, how yes. there's nothing new. Why wouldn't they get better, though? See, this is They've the... They've got to get better. This is the, this is the paradox, which is that theoretically, you should get better, right? Mm -hmm. You have had more practice more experience, uh, and I think, uh, but, you know, almost across the board, they don't. <laughs> they get, they, it's like a, it's like a pyramid. Like, they get better, they get better, they get better, it goes up, then they start to peak, and then maybe there's like an up and down sort of on the way back down the other side of the pyramid. But for the most part, I don't think they do. It's the same as athletes. When we say, like, LeBron James, uh, it has had a very long career, we can say. He's played more minutes than anybody else, maybe in league, league history by the mm -hmm. time he's done, uh, if he hasn't already reached that mark. Uh, but he's done that through reinventing himself. So if you're watching the way he's playing now with the Lakers, he's not playing the way he was when he started out in Cleveland. He's not playing the way he did in Miami. He's not playing the way he did in Cleveland again. And then now he's doing a whole different thing. Now he's leading the league in assists. You know, I think his first year he might have had like six. And he's got like <laughs> almost twice as many. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, but that's how you have to do it to stay relevant, right? But if we're talking about, like, bands or something like that, remember when everybody loved Green Day and then when everybody hated Green Day and then American Idiot came out and some people loved it, but not the people who loved Green Day originally, and then they yeah. came out with another thing that was bad, and then they came out with that play, which I don't know if people saw it, 
But I like, saw it. It was not great. Yeah. But they're <laughs> still like per changing as artists and they're trying to change and they're trying to evolve. And I think it's a matter of which window of like your artistry is going to resonate with people the most or maybe resonate in the right way. Right. Like there's a huge difference between the art, like the best art someone could possibly make and the art that resonates with the most people in society. Right. Like they could be making something that in their minds is the best they've ever done and it could resonate with way less people than some of their earlier work. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably a big part of it, too. Yeah, I think it's also about, I mean, who's paying attention and and what and the fact that once you've created something that people think is great, everything else that you do is judged against it. And and even it. If it is great, if it's stylistically really different, people can reject it, or people that loved you before are going to maybe come in and say, I don't know. For example, I saw some 41 in concert uh, a couple months ago, and I got to tell (laughs) you. In their prime. uh, So I loved some 41 in the original run, (laughs) let's say. They have a new album out. Very different, way heavier. I got a Spotify push notification about that, and I was like, (laughs) I don't think so. And you know what? It's good. It's just not the same music. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. I I was like, oh, this is actually like I probably it's not my kind of music, but I recognize that this is like good. Mm-hmm. It's just not what I think of Sum 41 as being and therefore it's not necessarily what I want. But like I recognize that it's objectively not a bad album and that maybe if none of those other albums had existed and they had released this album for the people that like that kind of music, it w- could have been a hit mm-hmm. for them. And yeah. in fact, it seems that maybe it was because there were a bunch of teens at the show that were rocking out. And I was like, oh, okay, well, somebody likes it. God, teens are still into some They Man. still have their how they change. The probably just the discovering teens. it. And how they stay But the that same. stuff's timeless, man. Also, they played <laughs> all the hits. That is timeless for a specific narrow view of time. Good like Lord. every high, every middle schooler is going to discover some 41 and say, this speaks to me. That's I got to right. tell you, the concert was also fucking fantastic. Oh, man. I believe it. For sure, I believe it. It was really, really good. Uh, they nice. played all the hits. They parsed it out just the way you'd want it to. They they did some of the new stuff so the people had to be like, yep. And the people that actually liked that and were there for it were like, yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they definitely they covered all the high points. I think, too, if we're like talking about like stand-up specifically, there's definitely a trend of like somebody puts out an album. It's their first like album special, whatever. That's the art that they've been working on so far in their entire life. They right. put out that album, they burn all that material, and then two years later, people want an album that's as good as this first thing they did. Right. So now they have only two years to craft this act that they'd been possibly creating for like 10 years, and it's not as the good. The sophomore slump. The sophomore slump. And then if you get famous, really famous, people start laughing at you just because you're talking and because you're there. Right. And now your jokes don't have to be as good to get bigger reactions than you've ever gotten before. So you just are no longer an accurate barometer of whether or not you're doing well. Yeah, it's basically impossible to workshop the second or anything beyond the first. Like, if the, if you create a first thing that has huge success and you've taken a long time working in dark corners to get it done, whatever you do. But, right. like, especially, I mean, comedy is a really great example of it. To ever then produce another album or another set or whatever else, you'll never have the same conditions to lead to it or that led up to that first one. So you have to figure out how to retool and how to work in a different way, which is really difficult. And some people seem to figure out how to do it, and some people really don't. Yeah. But I, I think it's it's hard to change how, you, like, if one thing works for you, and then you have to change how you work in order to, like, gauge whether or not it's good or not. Yeah. Or just put up with a lot of weird shit in order to get there. Yeah, it's true. Well, we have to go. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. So, 
On that note, uh, let's do some sign-offs. Uh, uh, Emily, is there anything left of your work we haven't talked <laughs> about that uh, 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 just people should Just come find out? me on Twitter at mdunkaroo with a C-E-M-D-U-N-C-A-R-O-O. And yeah, watch Epicurious's Four Levels. I don't know. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't check with them if I could say that I was on there, but they, they see, I can't imagine you, you it would are. not be okay. I, it's on all my but social you are, media. Though. And, and I'll tell yeah. you what, folks. The commenters, they love Emily. Yeah, I'm a little catch-up bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just got fired for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. Uh, no, it, it's... Uh, do that. Check out my Twitter. Uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Tim? I'm a little mustard bitch, and I... Um, <laughs> but you're my little mustard bitch. Well, yes, I am. <laughs> uh, check out Spot or Not Food on Instagram. Right on. I go to different places with guests and then tell them you if it's a spot or not. And you can find me every Sunday morning on this station on Radio Free Brooklyn, hosting Young Persons Radio uh, at 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. Uh, we'll be there this Sunday, in fact, and this will probably be up on that podcast feed. Uh, so check that out. Folks... Here's Skyscraper by Demily, Demily, Jesus Christ. Kawi Leonard. Ka, by, skyscraper by Kawi <laughs> Leonard. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. God, I love this song. It's so good. I can feel you can do anything. <laughs> Skies are crying.